What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Wednesday episode of Flippin' Bats, where all-star Corbin Carroll is about to join me again. Had him on a couple months ago talking about the hot D-back start and how well he was playing and how well this season could potentially go. Well, it's no longer a hot start for Corbin Carroll or the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are a very good team that has been playing great baseball all year long, and so is he. Uh, to be from Seattle in his rookie year to go back to Seattle for the All-Star game is something I can't wait to talk to him all about. I needed to have him on post-All-Star game because when he had when he was on earlier, we spoke about how cool it was going to be when he was going to play back in Seattle. And we didn't know when that would be. He said they don't the Mariners go to them this year, so maybe next year he'd play there. Well, here we are in the end of July and the first time he got to play in that stadium was as a Major League Baseball All-Star and a starter at that. So talking to him about his experience there, everybody he talked to, all the legends he met, the red carpet, the derby, the All-Star game, some of the moments when he was mic'd up, and some of the moments off the field that he got to do because he was back home. Uh, this is going to be a blast of a conversation, and I'm pumped to get him back on. So without further ado, let's welcome in now All-Star for the Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll. Fly ball, onto the track, at the wall, it's gone! Home run! Turns on a ball, deep right field, and gone! What a game, what a moment. All right, I am pumped to be joined again by Corbin Carroll, post-All-Star game. We got a lot to catch up on, Corbin. We had you on a couple months ago, but now, I mean, this season has gone awesome. You're an All-Star, so first off, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah, shoot. I think we were in St. Louis the last time we talked, so that was a while ago. That is, It really was. First off, I got to ask, how is your shoulder? You got to stop scaring me, man. I was worried sick. Yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, just kind of a weird, weird thing that happened, but everything is structurally, you know, we're still rolling, so we'll be all right. Good. Uh, so, yeah, last time you were on, uh, we talked about obviously being from up being from Seattle and when when you were going to get a chance to play up there. We weren't even talking all-star game. It was just, I remember, you said, well, th they come to us this year, so I, I could possibly play there next year. But here we are, and you've now played in that stadium as an all-star in your rookie year. Did you ever imagine that being how you played in Seattle for the first time? No, but definitely was a little cooler that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that was everything you could ask for. Um, I think that's going to be one of the things looking back on my uh, career that just is going to mean the most to me. What was the moment like when when you found out that you were officially an all star? You see some of the videos of managers doing it in front of the team or calling guys in. Like how how did you find out that you were going to be a starter in the all star game? Um, so we played, we played a game and we're about to get on the road and uh, just stuck around for the the selection show yeah. and uh yeah really, really cool you know just that everyone hung around and congratulated me um and yeah that was that was pretty special how did so i mean obviously you went back home for the all-star game did you like stay at home like with your parents or did you stay in the team hotel how'd that work 
Yeah, I was I was in the hotel. Uh, pretty tight schedule uh, yeah. for that whole, you know, what, two two and a half days. So uh, it just made a little more sense to stay at the hotel. All the buses were from there and everything. Um, but got to go home and spend spend one night at home uh, after that. That's great. Uh, I I now like to consider myself a Seattle expert. I'm I'm I visited the Space Needle. I'm rocking the shirt. That's how you know I'm a Seattle expert now. And went to the the fish market, which we spent that day with Joel McHale, Seattle legend, who said that locals do not go to the fish market. It's a very touristy thing to do. But you know, we did it nonetheless. Have you growing up around the area? Do you like? Have you been to the Space Needle? Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, I once or twice. Yeah, I figured not, it's not, uh, not too often. <laughs> have you ever caught yeah, fish uh, at the fish market? I have not, but the space needle. I, I heard there's a whole new uh, like glass floor. I, I don't think I've I've seen that yet. Yeah, so I, I want to check that out. Yeah, got to check it out. Uh, so you end up at home for the All Star Game in Seattle, and I, I saw a video of you doing a signing at your little league where where you also played. Did you did you do any other things outside of the norm of, I know you, it's your, your first time all-star, but did you do any other things because you were back at home? I know you did that signing. What else did you do because you were in Seattle? Yeah, I did a little something with, uh, with T-Mobile where I got to go out and meet some, uh, meet some fans. And I really enjoyed that as well. Um, did, did li- the little league signing, yeah. um, you know, was, was kind of just, I was like, if, if I was in little league, I would think that this would be cool. So, yeah. You know, wanted to go out there and, and do that. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, I had a nice little dinner the night after the all-star game with friends and family and just tried to um, relax a little bit. The moment that you, the day of the all-star game, when they're announcing the starting lineups and they're going through everybody's name outside of the, the Mariners players themselves and maybe Shohei Otani, the loudest ovation was for you because obviously being back home and everybody knew that and understood that. And I just remember sitting there hearing your name and the place going nuts and thinking how cool it was and must've been for you if you heard it, or if you just blacked out and did that long ass run from out in center field, which was ridiculous. (laughs) Or did you actually hear the crowd? No, I heard it. Um, you know, that, that meant a lot to me. Um, you know, I think when they, they announced it, Announced my name. It was like "Welcome, Welcome Home, Corbin." Yeah, yeah, and, that's right. Uh, that you know, that was that was pretty special. How would you, if you had to sum up the entire experience for you of being an All Star and and it being back in Seattle? How would you best sum up those few days? Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was very busy, but all just extremely worthwhile things. And um, yeah, I think my favorite part of it. Was probably meeting some other players, mostly in the NL, uh, but but that I hadn't met before. Um, specifically, like Mookie Betts was was one for me that um, you know he was someone I really admired in, in high school. Um, you know, the, just the way he plays the game, and uh, so being able to meet and like chat with some of those guys was was awesome. Did you get to have any? I I've always wondered this, especially coming in as a rookie to a locker room that's full of. A bunch of Hall of Famers. Honestly, do you do you go around and like pick some guys' brains? Like you said in high school, you looked up to Mookie and and loved the way he played. Do you pick his brain on on how he plays, or is it just kind of shooting the shit with the guys? 
a little bit more of the, the second. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it's their break. They're trying to enjoy it too. And yeah. um, I would love to do that, but it, it just didn't really feel like the time or the place and hopefully they'll get, you know, some opportunities in the future to do that. But, uh, you know, just, just tried to, to watch a little bit um, again, hard because everything's so busy and uh, you know, you're, you're just kind of always moving around um, and there's not a lot of time to just sit there and, and watch the big guy take his routine in the cage or stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely hope to, um, you know, pick some of these guys' brains. I, it's always interesting to me, especially when you go back home for a series. I've always like when early in his career, when when Justin would come back and play in in Baltimore, when our whole family is in Virginia, or still to this day, getting getting enough tickets for a regular season game can be ridiculous and and a tedious process. But you go back home for the All Star game. How many? family and friends tickets were you trying to scrounge up for for everybody yeah i think i think i had the third most um you know I, you can't you can't be the rookie and have the most tickets that's <laughs> that's ridiculous so but i think uh i think there's a couple guys that they're saying i have the third most um but yeah i mean just some some old friends uh, some some family uh, old coaches um and then, you know, I had, had some people reach out to me as well that they got their own tickets. So it, it was just, it was, it was cool to see. Do we know who had the most? Was it Julio? I, I think Acuna was up there on that list. What? It was either Acuna <laughs> or, uh, or Vladdy. One, one of those two just had brought their whole, uh, you know, just everyone they knew, I guess. <laughs> Wait, so you said some coaches as well was like, did you have your high school coach there? Yeah. Um, my high school coach actually had been down. I'm still pretty tight with him. So he'd actually been down in Phoenix, uh, watching the games and then he got to take the, uh, the, the plane up there with us. So that, that was pretty cool. So I know you said your favorite part was like getting to meet and, and talk to Mookie, but in terms of like the events and the experiences from, getting there and batting practice and the crazy like media thing they do, or it's just an absolute free for all and just craziness. And then the home run derby and the all-star game and the red carpet. What would you say was your favorite part of all of that? Ooh, red carpet was interesting. Um, I'd, I'd never really done anything like that before. And so um, that was kind of fun to just be pushed a little bit outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably just that that moment of uh, being introduced and running down the uh, that, that red carpet they had at uh, at T-Mobile. That was that's probably the one that I'll I'll remember the most. I <laughs> that's always it's definitely always crazy. That's my third one doing it as a member of the media, but I loved it because you know what your dad came up to me and said. He said, "I really like no. your trademark nickname." that you came up with and it just made me, it made me so happy. He goes, MVPCC. I love it. And it just, that made my day. It was great. <laughs> that is awesome. I actually, I actually didn't know he said that. I'm going to have to ask him about that. He now. did. That's awesome. He came over at, right as you guys were walking away, he came up and like whispered, he's like, I love the trademark. I was like, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, they're obviously uh, very supportive of me and some of my biggest fans. So yeah. uh, I think they just appreciate, um, you know, people like you looking out for me <laughs> yeah of course did you so growing up in the area i know huge ichiro fan i can only imagine a huge king griffey jr fan did you 
actually didn't see Ichiro there all week, which now that I think about it, that kind of feels weird that I didn't see him at all. Was he there at all? I don't know. Um, that feels weird. I don't think yeah. he was a part of All-Star Week. I guess something, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but um, Griffey yeah. was there. Have Did you get to meet Griffey or have you ever met King Griffey Jr. before? No, um, I have not. In, in the Futures game, he was in the dugout, like maybe five feet away from me, and I just I couldn't say anything. <laughs> well, well, he was five um, feet away from you, and you couldn't say anything. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god! But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really get to see him play much, but um, obviously, you know, going to uh, the stadium, there'd be tons of, of Griffey jerseys still, and uh, just seems like the impact he left on the city um, has continued even to this day. Um, obviously he's still around a good bit. And so, uh, yeah, was, was a big fan, you know, the YouTube highlights, the whole deal growing up. Um, but have not actually talked to him. I will say I, there was one night that, um, up there at the all-star game that he was like right next to us. I was there with my co-host Alex Curry and I was this, he was right next to us. And I was like, I'm not bothering him. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to be that guy. And she was just like, I'll do it. And she went over and like (laughs) said something to him and he was so pumped. We talked to him for like 20 minutes and he asked the coolest thing for me is, uh, we were talking about him facing my brother at one point. So naturally, I used that time to pull out the video of me hitting a homer of my brother. And his response was, oh, I've seen this video. This is awesome. And that just that made my day. So hopefully next time you can just go up to him because I didn't want to, but it turned into a great conversation. All right, all right. You, you convinced me. <laughs> I, I will. What was – did you have any, um, any conversations? You know, I, I've had a, quite a few – like Hall of Famers and and legends on this show and Smoltz and and Ripken and a lot of them go back to their first All Star game and say that they remember certain conversations they had or something that that they'll remember forever. Was there a conversation you had with any players or any Hall of Famers or legends up there that you were like, that was really cool and I'll remember that forever? There, there's one that comes to mind, but it's not really like not really like a piece of advice or anything. It's yeah. just uh, I was in a my my locker was next to uh, my my teammate Perdomo, mm-hmm. and then uh, Arias was like two lockers down from us, and he he had some ice cream, and he was like, "Why don't you like go get some ice cream?" And and Perdomo, my teammate, was like, "No, he he doesn't do that." Like, um, Arias's response was just so funny to me. He, and he was like, "What's the point of working hard if you don't enjoy yourself?" <laughs> And and I I love that I, I think I'll remember that one. So speaking of arise, so you were mic'd up during the game, and I thought Joe Davis did you absolutely dirty. He you were he was talking to you out in center field, and for those that that don't know the story, is mic'd up, and somehow they found out that your lock screen is or was you and Ichiro, and he starts telling a story and setting it up to be this really there it is you and Ichiro, so it still is. <laughs> And he's setting it up to be this heartfelt story of, you know, Ichiro went on record saying that his favorite hitter is, and then went Luis Arise. After like this long game show type pause, like he was setting it up to be you. Did he think, did you think he was about to tell you that Ichiro's favorite hitter, he said, was you? Well, because I'd, I'd heard that, like, I, I don't remember where exactly he said that or, uh, but I, I'd, I'd kind of after the game was over, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I've heard that before that Ichiro said that. I don't remember where, but I was just more confused because there was like, <laughs> yeah, there was so no was question I. there. Like he, he just, he just kind of said it and I just didn't, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So I just, just tried to play it off, but I, I, I don't know. I was just confused that there was no question. I, I was also confused by it, but you did say afterwards, you were like, yeah, me too. Is that true? Is, is a yeah. one of your favorite hitters? Yeah. I mean, uh, we we played them earlier in the year, and um, I just I think it's so fun to watch what he's doing. So I when it came to to him, I I try not to get super into hitting with a ton of guys because I could, and then the conversation will last hours because it, it's so interesting to me. But with him, I felt like I had to because it, the, the way he goes about his hitting is so different than than everybody else. There's not a ton of power, right. and if you look at the advanced analytics it obviously doesn't jump off the page at you, but then you see the guys hitting 400 and it's like, well, this guy clearly is doing something that, that most people aren't doing. So to hear him talk about hitting and to just say like, you know, guys will be playing me here. So I just hit it there. Or if guys are playing me there, I just hit it right there. And it's so interesting to hear somebody talk baseball like that, because I just feel like that, doesn't happen anymore you don't have guys like hitting to certain situations or playing to the defenders or you know if I were to try and hit you know you you can try and have the mindset of hit the ball up the middle hard ground ball up the middle but you know how often does it work out like that and for him to hear it from Luis Arise say like yeah I just try and do this this and this and then to watch him play and he actually does this this and this exactly how he's wanting to man it is it's incredible to watch yeah I completely agree with that um and, you know, obviously he's not the guy hitting the ball the hardest out of everyone, but you looked at, you look at the expected numbers, the expected batting average, the, uh, you know, the, the line drive percentage, like, um, the swing and miss, like, it's just, it, it all lines up. Um, he's, he's an incredible, incredible contact hitter. Um, I think, I, I think I might've seen a, uh, saw a stat the other day that he was hitting like, three something on balls outside of the strike zone so like when he does chase it's still a line drive and uh it's it's just it is different from a lot of you know what you see today and what's um kind of a lot of players choose to prioritize i think uh, but to see him kind of go in the opposite direction and and choose to just work to his strengths um and and not kind of get uh, just caught up in what everyone else is doing i think that's that's special. I don't know if you had a chance to, to talk to him much outside of the ice cream conversation, but he's like the nicest guy in the world. He's awesome. I, I got back on my phone uh, and was looking through my pictures and I, I he like snuck a selfie on my phone. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, he's, he is a really nice guy. Uh, you know, I've enjoyed the, the few interactions I've had with him. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure he'd be a very fun teammate to have. So you were also mic'd up during your first at bat, which I was watching and listening and couldn't, like, it was crazy. I can't imagine walking up to the plate with a direct line into the pitcher's ear and vice versa. Was that a weird experience? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just a lot going on, right? You've got the pitch clock. Uh, you, you try to think through your game plan a little bit. Um, and then... Obviously, you're trying to talk, uh, not just be mute on this this mic'd up part of the uh, <laughs> part of the the, the game. And uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. I was glad I did it. Um, 
and, and on another thing that was a little outside of my comfort zone. Uh, but just, I think that's kind of a memorable thing to look back on. Uh, yeah. I mean, you had pitch clock, you have Nate in your ear, you have Smoltz and Joe Davis up in your ear, and you're trying to hit like a hundred and a banger of a curveball on the outside corner or just off the first pitch, all happening at, at once. It was, it was crazy. And then I, I just, I was thinking about it back of, I don't know how, I don't know how I could hit. Hitting's hard enough. Trying to hit hundred miles an hour is hard enough. And it was, I mean, it was just, it was really cool to see. Did you try and, did you try and tell yourself going up for that week that there's going to be a lot of unknown and just to immerse yourself in the experiences and step outside of your comfort zone for the few days? Yes. Um, my, my number one goal was, was to have fun. Yeah. Um, as, as corny as it sounds. Um, but I, I think that with a game like that, um, to me, I just, I wanted to treat it. I didn't want to treat it like a, a regular game for me or like yeah. a regular season because I, I knew that I would uh, be just disappointed with what I got out of the experience if I did that. Um, and just, just because I'm a little bit more uh, reserved and, and, and focused um, and just, a little bit more locked in. Um, and so I, I just wanted to make sure that I wouldn't regret, um, you know, yeah. everyone talks about uh, the first all-star game is it goes really fast if you let it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just wanted to uh, approach it in a way in which I felt like I got the most out of it. And I definitely feel like I did. Nice. One of the things I also heard you say, you are talking I think it was Smoltz that asked you about your reads in the outfield and playing all the different positions. And you've played left, obviously, a a ton, but center and right, you've played all over the place. And you said that your favorite is is left field. And I was wondering why I didn't play near as much center field as you because you're 10 times faster than I was. But I played a ton of right field, a ton of left field, and a, a little bit of center field. What makes left field to you your favorite? Yeah, I like uh, – so I didn't really play in the corners at all um, growing up. Uh, and it pretty much was just in pro like, – I think my freshman year I played right field uh, in high school. And then uh, – but in, in terms of pro ball, um, it took like pretty much four years to, to play some corner. And uh, – once I got there, I, I just, I enjoyed the, uh, the spin, the, uh, the, it's just, it's not in center field. It's more just, all right, like you try and get a good read. Yeah. Um, uh, and then just the, the speed will, uh, right. Run and go get it or not, but yeah. But, um, in the corners, I just, I, I like the element of, uh, you know, there's some funny twists and turns some balls will come back. Um, I just, uh, it, it, it's, it's fun. It's it's never a fun feeling. The line drives right over your head where you turn the wrong direction at first is is never a fun feeling, that's for sure. Uh you were Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You were down on the field this year for the obviously you were down there for the home run derby. And I gotta ask, because being up in the stands seeing Adley switch hit was like the reaction around me was crazy so to be down there I know you were on opposite side with the with the NL group but to see Adley go up there left-handed and then he switched around after his break and hit right-handed what was the reaction down there from everybody oh we were, we were going crazy um, 
you know, he hit like seven in a row right-handed. We're like, yeah. why didn't he just do the derby right-handed? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, there, there was a pretty good picture um, that that I w- was in the the folder of all the photos of. Uh, I think it's like me and Guriel. Um, like we've got like our hands on our head, like uh, just just shocked, uh, just amazed, and uh, and then Guriel, one of his little sons, is is on his lap, like. <laughs> Eating, eating this like little plastic ball he has with him, like just has no idea what's going on, and like that's that's one of my favorite photos from that weekend. You uh, hopefully this is your first of of many All Star games, and the power for you is clearly there. You're sitting at 18 right now. Important question, Corbin: Will we ever see Corbin Carroll in a home run derby in his career? All right. Well, there's some advice too from uh, from Mookie. He was like, he's like. I'm I'm never doing that again. He was like, "Don't ever do that." I think he said going into uh, it, he was like, "I knew I didn't have a chance," and then I got out there and five pitches in, I knew I was not winning. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we got to leave that one to the, uh, you know, the, the we'll leave that one to the big boys. Uh, so this season so far for you has gone awesome obviously the the starter in the all-star game but um at the break you and acuna were the only two players there were 15 15 15 homers 15 stolen bases and um there's a potential for you to to go 30 30 this year in your rookie season which only mike trout has ever done is that something i know last time we talked you said you kind of stay away from those stats a little bit but is that something that you've thought about and would mean a lot to you to go 30, 30 in a rookie season. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it would be cool. Um, but you know, we've got, I'll happily hit no homers for the rest of the year. Uh, if it means that we get in playoffs, I mean, that's, that's really our goal and and my goal. Um, I just, I think that's everyone who's been in the playoffs talks about that kind of atmosphere. And it's like, that's just, that's that's why you play this game, and uh, I think that's that's number one on the list right there. Last time we talked, I don't exactly remember when it was. I think it might have been the end of May, but the D-backs were off to a – you guys were off to a good start. Well, it's no longer a good start. You guys are having a great season. The NL West, the first place in the NL West is certainly within reach. Uh, you're currently sitting in a playoff spot. So how have you seen – the confidence of this Diamondbacks team changed throughout the season as it went from a good start to a year and maybe a surprise to many to this team is the real deal and hopefully pushing to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I think, um, I just, I think we've got the right pieces in place to, uh, I I think Longo has been huge uh, in that regard of just like, don't, don't forget that, Um, you know, when you're a young player and, you know, or just maybe even a, a less experienced player, and uh, you know, going through the ebbs and flow of a season. Uh, I think the number one thing that you you can do is just is keep that confidence, and I, I think some of players like him um, have really just helped us um, keep that confidence and, and realize, hey, like we're we're a good team, we're we're here um, for the long haul, and it's cool. I mean, even when when we have guys not clicking. Uh, we know that the rest of the team will, will pick those guys up. Um, you know, whether that's within our offense, whether it's our offense picking up our, um, our pitching, uh, vice versa. Um, it's just, 
it's it's cool cool to see so does that actually it's interesting you to for to hear you say how much longo helps you you hear it all the time like it's nice having the veteran presence a guy that helps us out but you know how that is that is true. Having a guy like Longoria, who's been in the playoffs and an older vet on a younger team, you really you really can tell how much he's helping push this team and and keep the confidence in a certain way going through the season. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. He he's right up there for me of kind of the most impactful uh, you know players I've been around. Just just watching the way he goes about his business. Um, the, the wisdom and, and knowledge that he shares with us. Um, and, you know, just I, I feel very lucky to uh, have spent so far, you know, this year with him and, and hopefully he's back again next year. You, uh, I, I know you have no say here and you have no idea, but are, are we looking at the D-backs being buyers at the trade deadline? Is that what the, is that what the hope is around the locker room? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. You guys, last night, by the way, before I let you go, you're, we're, you're in Atlanta currently, and last night, you guys played one of the wildest games of Major League Baseball season this year. I think the final was 16-13. to 13. You look up in the second inning, and it was, I think it was 5-5 to five in the top of the second with one out. I mean, how crazy was that game last night? It, it was ridiculous. Um I played in, in the Texas league last year mm-hmm. in double A. And so, that, uh, you know, I, I felt a little bit prepared for it from that. There was definitely some, uh, some barn burners uh, there, but uh, I, I think just with like a game like that, it feels a lot. If it, it feels worse coming out on the losing side, then it feels good coming out on the winning side. And so I think we come out of the game, just like, just like, thank, thank, thank goodness that we got the win. Um, you know, get some good momentum, uh, kind of stopped a little escape that we, we've been going through, um, you know, offense have been struggling to put up some runs, uh, the last couple of games, um, last couple of weeks, honestly. And so just felt good to kind of have that, uh, breakout game and, and, and see, uh, some things fall into place. It's so cool hearing you say last year you were in double a in the Texas league. Have you yet had a chance <laughs> to just step back? And I, I know you're in the middle of a season, but, just think about how cool it is that last year you're playing in double A and now you're in the big league all-star game and we're talking about a 16-13 game in Atlanta last night. Like the the last year, 365 days of your life has been truly a whirlwind, I can only imagine. Have you had a time to step back and think about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, just definitely approached that through a, a lens of, of gratefulness. Um this is this is what I always dreamed of uh, of being a, a big league baseball player and uh, you know to to be doing it here and, and on a team that's having some success this year. Um, it's just it, it, grateful is the only word that I can use. Corbin, always a blast, my friend. Again, congratulations on the All Star Game. Was so pumped for you. Uh, voted for you as much as I could. So congratulations. I'm glad you had that awesome experience and uh, pumped to have you back on. Yeah, yeah. Number two of uh, hopefully again many. Number two of many. We'll talk again in the playoffs. That sounds good. <laughs> there we go. I love All right. it. All right, buddy. Good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. See ya. All right. Thanks again to Corbin Carroll for joining me. A blast of a conversation as it was earlier this year. So thanks to him. Really cool hearing about his all-star experience and really cool to see him 
uh, open up up there and do things out of his comfort zone like he talked about. And a lot of that stuff ended up being really cool. The mic'd up moments were awesome. Him going up to hit against Ivaldi while he was mic'd up, him talking about his routes in the outfield. I, I thought that was awesome, and it was cool to be able to ask him about that. But I just wanted to have him back on. Huge fan of his and huge supporter of his, and to have him on earlier this year and to follow up that conversation right after the All-Star break where he, in his rookie year, is an All-Star back home in Seattle. Just what a cool year for him. What a cool year he's having, and what a great year the Diamondbacks are having. Still very much so alive in the playoff hunt in a playoff spot as we currently sit. So congrats to Corbin Carroll on the year he's having, and congrats to the Diamondbacks for the year he's having. And also, by the way, I I met his parents on the red carpet, and it will not surprise you one bit. Corbin's a great dude. And so are his parents. So shout out Corbin Carroll's parents. They're great people as well. And thanks again to you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, threads. And you can watch everything on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening to this Wednesday episode. Until tomorrow, my friends, peace. Peace.